Welcome to MonkCast, a podcast from the monks of St. Benedict's Abbey in Atchison, Kansas. Today we're joined by Father Jay Kife, who's been a monk here since December 8, 2014. He serves as the associate chaplain at Benedictine College, and Father Jay has a very unique story. So, Father Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thank you, J.D. It's great to be here with you. I'm, uh, uh, I was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, and my family comes from India, uh, and so uh, it's a, I always like to say how God makes straight with crooked lines. So there are lots of crooked lines throughout my life and, and coming here to St. Menix Abbey and eventually becoming a monk. So I, uh, my road, my journey has been one from Hinduism to uh, Catholicism to becoming a Catholic priest to becoming a monk. And uh, I guess that's pretty unique for many people. Well, uh, why don't you start off uh, sort of... Um Where'd you, how'd you find your uh, Catholic faith from uh, being born and raised, as you said, uh, Hindu? It happened at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. I was a college student. I was 20 years old and just having a really tough time in my life, uh, uh, dealing with some depression and darkness in my life and even uh, some suicidal thoughts. So it was a very dark time in my life. I was, I was angry at many things and angry at God, uh, wanting to denounce him uh, in that anger. And what ended up happening was I became very close friends with a Catholic uh, gentleman, and he brought me to the Catholic faith. And he didn't do it by preaching or talking to me about the faith. He simply did it by living his life well. He lived joyfully, uh, peacefully, and I wanted that peace. And as I wanted that peace, I one day when I discovered it was really the source of that peace was his faith, I ended up going to Mass with him one day. And just at that Mass, I had a sudden realization that God does exist, and God cares for me, and He loves me. And so I was filled with His love and mercy, and that's what got everything started. So I was curious. I wanted to find out more about uh, this Mass and who this God is. So as you uh, delve deeper into your faith, uh, what, what uh, sort of attracted you to it? Or you know, what about your you know, catechesis kind of drew you in and made you ultimately convert? I think primarily it was the Eucharist, honestly. I mean, I'm there at Mass, and I'm filled with God's love and mercy, and I knew something had to do with the Eucharist. Because I've been to other churches, I've been to other, even other uh, religion, religious ceremonies, but really just, uh, there was some, the difference was that this was, there was the Eucharist at this Mass. And I didn't know what that meant, and as I studied more and learned more about it, I was always intrigued by it. And uh, so much so that when I made my first Holy Communion, when I was baptized, confirmed, and made my first Holy Communion, the Easter Vigil of 1990, I received this tremendous gift of the Eucharist that I wanted to immediately share with other people. It's like when you receive this wonderful gift and you're so excited, you want to show, show everyone and share it with everyone. And that was my feeling about that. And that, that's when I began really to start thinking about the priesthood. As you talked about uh, coming out of sort of depression and finding happiness, you know, um, as uh, you you know you've said uh, that men is made to pursue happiness or yeah, to find happiness. That's so uh, so how would you describe what happiness really means? Yeah, as you said, man is made for happiness, and uh, inherent within myself is a desire for happiness. Uh, it's more than just being having a giddy source of joy, sort of joy, or anything like that. But it's really. Uh, is being having a sense of fulfillment and peace. Uh, the scriptures speak about happiness, but also the word they often use is beatitude, and blessed are the poor in spirit, or 
and uh, happy or the poor in spirit, different translation. So really, all of our feelings of contentment and peace point to heaven. And that helps us to increase in the virtue of hope that can fight that darkness, that depression, uh, and anything that takes us away from hope. So if you had some practical advice just as how to grow in that virtue of hope and the you know, sort of mercy that you mentioned, what, 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 were a co- what were a couple of things that, or tips that you might offer to uh, you know, grow in those virtues? Yeah, first and foremost, prayer. So praying for an increase in the virtue of hope. Uh, and as you do that, to even make, I would say, acts of hope. Uh, I'll contrast this that with, say, acts of depression, so to speak, acts of despair, which would be having melancholy thoughts, uh, having negative thoughts, negativity in your life, bitterness, sarcastic comments, all those things. So acts of hope would be to do the opposite. To One of the ways would be to, uh, I, I've often recommended to people, is come up with a list of about 100 things today that you're grateful for. could be anything from something that's very small to anything very large, being thankful for a warm cup of coffee on a cold day, all the way to thanking God for his presence, and really start cultivating gratitude in your heart and changing your heart towards gratitude. So to really make those acts of hope like that. And then also hang out with hopeful people. Hang out with people who have that happiness and they get to know them and try and share in that. Uh, make Have good friendships where you can vent and you can empty yourself in uh, whatever you're feeling, but then really, uh, but as you do that, to really practice more of a positive spirit as you're letting go of the negative ones. So just really uh, uh, cultivating that hope and that gratitude every day with other people. That's what I would say. Very good. Now, Pope Francis has said that uh, next year will be the year of mercy, and last weekend uh, you know, we uh, sealed a door you know, in honor of the starting of the year of mercy on uh, December 8th, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so uh, talking about mercy and talking about virtue, is, uh, what are a couple of practical ways would you say that uh, people can grow in mercy or be uh, more merciful people? Really doing an examination of conscience in your life on especially how to forgive, to really practice forgiveness well. That's something that we all struggle with, and uh, uh, oftentimes we feel hurt in, uh, from other people, from people we love, and especially from those we love the most, but really to learn how to forgive them, and also to forgive enemies. Uh, we all have people we don't love, people we hate, and so to go back through your life, even people in the past that you may not have seen for 10, 20 years, to really actively uh, start forgiving them, at least in prayer. Outstanding advice. So to get back to you a little bit, uh, you know, you talked about being attracted to the priesthood, and obviously you ultimately, you know, were ordained. Um, but, uh, you know, serving as a parish priest and being a Benedictine monk are, you know, sort of different uh, charisms. So uh, yeah. what attracted you to uh, monastic life, um, you know, to start with? Well, you know, in my journey, I uh, went through uh, my college years and then uh, went to Franciscan University of Steubenville. And then there I met uh, people from St. Paul, Minnesota. And so I joined the Diocese of the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, but also became part of a community, the, Com- the Companions of Christ. And community life has always been an important part of my life. And so, and yet being in that fraternity of the Companions of Christ, seeing the importance of community life and brotherhood and accountability and fellowship, those things were very essential to what I needed in my life. Uh, but what drew me to monastic life was part of, part of the reason was... Uh, deeper sense of consecration as a community, in a community, 
and to be with other brothers who are all on the same goal, following the Lord in the same way. Uh, and this way was the Benedictine way. And so what drew me here to St. Benedict's Abbey, first and foremost, were the people. When I came and visited here in 1997 and met a lot of the monks, I just fell in love with this place. Uh, the warmth and the friendliness, the hospitality, all of that, which is essential to Benedictine life, it was, it was and still is practiced very well here. And then just the beauty of the place. So I kept wanting to come back here on retreats and visiting here, and through them discovered who St. Benedict was and what the rule of St. Benedict is and what kind of life that is for us. And so that, that drew me in even more. Ultimately, in making the transition here, what uh, solidified that was, uh, I always say, of all the vows, I really love the vow of stability. To really be here, I'm kind of a homebody anyway, and then to be here and to live here was just a very powerful thing for me. To even uh, go outside and mow the lawn where I'll be buried <laughs> was one of the things that kind of attracted me. And so just to know that I'm here and this was, the, that stability is, um, it points to the ultimate stability in heaven that we will find. Because here on earth, life is very unstable. And the only thing that's probably the most stable of all is monastic life. I tell that to my students. If they can remember 30, 40, 50 years down the line, if they can remember us, they'll know that we're still here waking up at 6 in the morning for prayer, and we're still praying for them and for the world. So you talked about your students a little bit. So um, could you tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, serving at the college and here at yeah. Bennington College and, you know, how, you know tell, tell us about your job and sure. you enjoy it, I assume. I say students partly because last semester I taught at, in the theology department and just absolutely enjoyed that. And even now, whenever I get a chance, I like to fill in for professors and to teach, especially intro to theology students. But right now I'm associate chaplain at the college, and uh, that involves a lot of uh, spiritual direction pastoral care, um, sacraments, especially confession. And so with that, working with the students has just been a tremendous joy. I always like to say that in spiritual direction, I'm glad they get something out of it because I sure do. I learn a lot about the Lord and the spiritual life. And so they teach me a lot through their witness, and then I'm able to bring that into the context of Christ in the Church. All right, so you talked about growing in spiritual life just a little bit. So if you, uh, just finally, if you uh, have one maybe piece of advice just uh, for everybody, just to you know, sort of grow in holiness today, what would that be? What I said earlier about gratitude, really cultivating a heart of gratitude. And as I see that, as I'm, I try to do that in my life, I, uh, it helps me to grow closer to the Lord and practice the virtue of humility in that. So I think gratitude is an essential component in our life. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So I'd ask if you uh, just sort of wrap us up here with a prayer. Okay, let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you and we praise you for all your gifts. We thank you for the presence of our Blessed Mother in our lives. For today, we honor our Blessed Mother under the title of Divine Providence, Our Lady of Divine Providence. May we come to know you through her hands. And as she helps us and guides us, um, may we come to know her more and more, for her maternal care can help us as we follow you with undivided hearts. For we make our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Father Jay, for joining us today, and uh, thanks everybody for listening to the inaugural episode of MonkCast. 
As always, you can find the monks online at kansasmonks.org or look for us on Twitter or Facebook at Kansas Monks or uh, find us on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash kansasmonks. Thanks for listening.